You are listening to episode number 395 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. It's starting to feel like Vegas again. Like, I, I feel like we are now living the Vegas life we wanted to, where we're going to shows that are only available in Vegas, and we're planning things around these, these experiences, and it feels like it's happening, it's finally really happening again. <laughs> well, in all fairness, you know, when we first moved out here, only one of us was gainfully employed, so we were right, a little right. on the I know, cautious side, and then the pandemic happened, and right. then, you know, all this other stuff happened, but... Um, I do think that we've seen a lot of people in the last couple of weeks. I think that yeah, folks awesome. are, are coming back out, which has been great. And yeah. we have, I think, intentionally um, scheduled more things to do. So it's been, it's been, it's been crazy busy, but yeah. it's been fun. Like going to, going with uh, at Raising Las Vegas to go see Incubus tonight at the, at Virgin. And then on uh, uh, Sunday, what are we doing Sunday? Oh, oh we get to meet Betsy. Uh, I, well, I've met Betsy before. Oh, shit. I forgot that was Sunday. Oh, she's amazing. I cannot wait for I know. You, you have to fill me in on the plans. I should be able to go. I don't think I'm going to have to pull in a, a weekend. Like, I think it, I think it was just Banger Brewing, but I'm not sure. Okay. That's where we met before. All right. Well, fingers I'll have crossed. to touch base with her and figure out where she wants to meet. Yeah. I'd love to meet her. Yeah, absolutely. She's the one that gave me the shirt that said it's not o- it's or okay. It's okay to be not okay. Yeah. I'm like, aw. This girl gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy rules. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet her. Well, all right. I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. In the late 40s, ownership of the Flamingo saved 30 cats marked for euthanization and gave them a home and a job. Not only did they kill the mice and rats at the Flamingo, but overachieved by taking care of them in, in the surrounding area as well. Eager to show off what a good job they had done, the cats would often bring the remains of their prey to the flamingo staff, who would then have to quickly hide the remains so Gus didn't see it, so guests didn't see them. So valued were their services that they learned they would receive leftovers from elaborate meals at the property if they simply visited the back door of the kitchen. <laughs> it was one of those things that as I was doing flamingo research, I got it and I go, this doesn't work with the narrative, but I love this information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that was before they had the flamingo habitat. Otherwise, it seems like the cats and the birds might not have got along. No, too probably well. not. They're <laughs> <laughs> bringing dead flamingos to the back door. I don't like, oh, I did. Oh, right. 
so proud of themselves. Right. <laughs> it's not the flamingo anymore. Right. <laughs> Solve that problem for you. Right. No, no worries now. <laughs> All right. Next up is the twit pick of the week. It's a dreamlike image of a property that lives up to the hype. Circa fully lit up and reflecting off a puddle, symbolizing the Stevens Group's domination of the downtown market. Not to be forgotten is the reflection of the Golden Gate, the oldest property on Fremont Street. It's hard to come up with the proper way to say this is beautiful, but it is and so much more. You've got to see at Golden Gate Vegas photo and this week's winner. So is this, um, I'm looking at the left-hand side of the screen, or left-hand side of the picture. Is that a, uh, is that the, the plaza that's getting the blue reflecting off from the side of its wall? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Ah, it's impressive. That's, I, I'm such a sucker, though, for any sort of, like, wet pavement, rain, Always, reflective yeah. picture. So. Neon and rain rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's an awesome picture. Well, it's always. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. No, I didn't. I don't have much to, to add. It's it's a really cool picture. The colors are bright. The reflection's cool, and it is neat to see like the oldest and the newest yeah. both in one in one. Yeah, photo. exactly. Yeah. Well, and you can't almost even say that they bookend, other than like you've got the newest literally across the street from the oldest. It's right. it's a lot of fun. Yep. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, man. So uh, once again, and I love this. I love every time we can find an excuse to talk about this. Let's talk about 360 Vegas Vacation 11. 360 Vegas Vacation RSVP. You've got one more week till general availability RSVP is available. Latest update is we will also be featuring YouTuber at Pennies for Vegas. First time he's joined us as a member of the 360 Vegas family. Do you have any any thoughts on that, Karen? I'm excited um, that we're, we're adding YouTubers to yeah. some folks that do vlogs because that's not something that we do, but I know it's huge. And anytime we can, you know, hopefully introduce like folks that listen to us to yeah, somebody yeah. new and vice versa and hopefully help grow their audience as well. Right. Um, right. I'm super excited about it. I totally agree. Totally agree. In addition to at pennies for Vegas, they will join at vital Vegas at Las Vegas gal and the better life podcast at the three sixty Vegas family meet and greet at Mirage center bar Monday, June 13th, three sixty Vegas vacation. 11 runs Sunday, June 12th through the 14th. Check 360 Vegas Vacation tab on the blog 360VegasPodcast.com. As we record this, there is only one spot left open for the cocktail demonstration. Remember, Patreon subscribers get first dibs to RSVP anything. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I, I always get a kick out of the fact that because, like I said before, when it came to Patreon, I struggled with Patreon for months because I wanted, I wanted it to be something I would actually pay for. Right. You know, and and give as much as I can possibly give. And this, this is awesome. <laughs> Before we move into prop bets, I do want to lovingly uh, say one last time, 
when this one last spot is sold, there will be no additional <laughs> entries. We're not going to do a second event. Don't reach out to any one of us individually and give us a big crying sob story about why you were behind <laughs> on listening or anything. Right. If, when's it sold out? We're done. You know, I we uh, we did a second event last year, and it was a lot. It was it was it was it was draining. Not that everyone wasn't great, but it was it was. It, for the first time, we were tired of Vegas vacation. Yeah, we were ready for it to be over, and that's yeah. uh, and we thought, well, that that's, that was cool to do. Yeah. Like those individual events were fun to do, but it was a lot. Yeah, and so we thought, you know what? Much. What if we just expand it? We'll do one. We'll we'll make it more. We'll make it mm-hmm. larger, uh, but we'll only do one. And so, good luck to the last person who fills that uh, spot in. Yep. That is absolutely unequivocally the. I mean. He's serious. One of the That's thousand it. benefits of being a Patreon subscriber. Yep. All right, let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension. Oh, by the way, for folks who have signed up for the cocktail event, uh, Karen and I truly are working through what we want to uh, highlight. And frankly, I've been I started. Damn. See, I'm getting I'm getting feedback in my my apologies, uh, listeners, for that for that pause there. I'm st- still getting feedback of me through my headphones right oh, now. That sucks. Uh, Karen and I have been working through what we're going to do for um, the drinks we're going to highlight, and I have started Patreon cocktails again. I'm going to start them back up. Uh, I would really appreciate if Patreon subscribers would would comment whether they like that, whether they think that's something they would want to try, or if they make it the the. The greatest compliment you can give me is to make a compliment. Oh, excuse me, is to make a cocktail and then tell me whether you th- thought it was good. What did you like? What didn't you like? Because I, as I used as a hashtag, I did hashtag 360 Vegas Vacation 11 Contender. <laughs> We're trying to figure out. Really, we are. We're trying to figure out what drinks do we want to highlight. And I'm starting to put new content out there. So, sort of God, I'm going to move on. Nice. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, oh, this is wild. So, DJ Cascade won an $8 million lawsuit against Station Casinos, formerly owners of the Palms. And that's because the suit was for 37 unpaid residency dates that the DJ was scheduled to perform. Good for him, man. Like, like, like we make fun of DJs, but you don't know if you've contracted with somebody to make X amount of dollars. Yeah. yeah. And they just pull the plug. Right. Good for him. Here's may I I throw a little bit of worthless contract, legal contract information on you though. Bring it. The idea here, though, with contract law, contract law is not supposed to be punitive, like, say, um, slip and fall or or personal injury cases. The purpose of contract law is to put the is to make the person financially whole. W.H.O.L.E. The idea that but for this con this breach of contract, you would have ultimately been worth X. Mm. Now, see, what's interesting to me, though, is that. DJ Cascade had an obligation to mitigate any sort of losses that he would have otherwise suffered. Hmm. So arguably, yes, he didn't get paid for the 37 dates that he would have made. And in and, and this, you know, obviously we now know just through basic math, these 33 residency dates would have equaled $8 million. Mm-hmm. But, and the reason why I think this is going to be ultimately, I, I assume will be either, appealed or realistically settled out of court for a lesser amount is because DJ Cascade has to prove 
that he could not have worked any of those other 37 dates. <laughs> now, to what degree does COVID play a factor is going to be interesting because Stations is going to say, you could have played elsewhere and made money, thus mitigating your right, damage, right, mitigating yeah. the lawsuit. He's going to say, but COVID shut everything down, so I couldn't have made that money. This will be fun to, to watch. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Good news for those who enjoyed the Clevelanders restaurant at the Palms. Mabel's Barbecue at Palms. It was announced this week that Chef Michael Simon is rehiring for the restaurant. No wet word on when the restaurant is projected to open. And did it happen to say anything about whether or not his French place that's kind of... Sarah's, I think is what it's called. I don't... It didn't mention Sarah's. It didn't mention Sarah's. Yeah. The Adult Video Network Awards are coming... Uh, no. to Resorts World January 4th through the 7th 2023. It is the 40th anniversary of the event that previously was held at Hard Rock. I actually was in attendance for one of those because I knew somebody... Uh, you didn't thanks. actually go to the awards. No, not the ceremony, but I got to see all the behind the scenes and all the, the vendors that they had there. Right. And uh, it, it was awesome. Just another one of those amazing things that I met somebody through the show and they offered to take me on a tour of it. And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love behind the scenes, like almost anything. It's one of the reasons I'm super psyched about tonight's show is I've literally stood on the stage right. that uh, this, this band is going to play on because I... I knew the right guy. Right. You know, so I'm super stoked about that. Super stoked about the show tonight. Starting November of 2023, F1 Racing will have an event in Las Vegas. The route is said to include the Strip, Tropicana to win, then back down Paradise Road. The last time an F1 race was in Las Vegas was held at Caesars Palace Grand Prix, and that was the 1981-1982 season. You know what? I actually kind of want to see this a little bit. Like, I want to get a place at, like, Cosmo and watch him just fucking zip down there. But what, was the noise, what was the noise you did on the other show? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun to watch that. I, I, I just, don't really get into the sport. I don't but. think this is, like, a typical Formula One. Every time I think of Formula One, I, I think of them, like, curved roads and sort of zigzagging along. And well, I think to there's more to turns. it. They're just talking about the only parts that we would care about well, but no, that are on the strip and then just If it's going up off. the strip and then back down Paradise, I mean... You think those, they're just doing laps around the same thing? Well, the, yeah, they, they normally do laps. I, but thought, it's I thought there was going to be a lot curvier. more road to it. I didn't think about that. No, it's usually it's usually laps. They're just normally curvier roads. So right. I don't know. We only got, like, one big curve is all we got. Is it even a curve? The curve in Vegas, yeah. That's well, what makes Tropicana on the strip. and and uh, but that's more that's, that's uh, more of an angle. That's, that's not really a curve. It's it like curves? an angle. No, I mean these are like like super sharp turns. Yeah, they don't have those, they have to, of course. That's what yeah. I mean. It just seems odd. But can you imagine I, like streets? I said, anything? Just regular streets with those kind of curves. Oh my god, that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. It's like as bad as you know. Like, where, you know where they should go is down um, Tropicana. Uh, West of the city, you know how it does that jog, where all of a sudden you're you're heading down Tropicana and you've got a the, the road just veers right. Oh, the lane shifts. Yeah, yeah. and then, then it veers back left. Shifts right back. Going, and you're like, okay, what the heck was that? We're convinced that that is a uh, that is a, a drunk driving uh, tactic that the police use to go. <laughs> oh, now the road's over here. Oh, now it's over right. here. Are you ready for it? Beware, it was announced this week that Salt Bay, documented bait and switch artist, charges an 18% fee, said to be forwarded on to the servicers. That said, no need to tip 20% like I am when I'm forced to pay 18. 
here's here's the only thing with this. Okay. So, and he actually won a lawsuit that he can do this. Oh, that's so disgusting. What he is doing is he's charging the 18% and he's using that to fund the pay of the employees. So most restaurants, right? There's a minimum wage you charge for servers and tipped employees. and, and Which and we're, and we're super pro the new regulations that are coming out for proper uh, yeah. hourly wages. I mean, yeah, because otherwise it's like $4 and whatever for it's, a tip. It's obnoxious. It's crazy. It's not, so, it's not livable. And so in other places, one of, the, one of the restaurant establishments that I work with, they do charge uh, an 18% service fee. But 15% of that goes directly back to the servers as tips or the, the tipped employees. There's a, a tip pool that it goes with. And then the other 3%, while the company keeps, they use it to fund bonuses and raises. So they're still paying the hourly rates. What right. he's doing, and then on top of that, if somebody decides to tip, great. But if not, they're already getting a 15% tip. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What he's doing is taking that service charge and instead of paying the minimum right off the bat, he's dropping. He's, he's basically saying, "I'm going to pay you out of this 18 percent, and then I'll make up the difference of whatever's left if you don't make minimum." Yeah, we don't like uh, salt bay, which is bullshit. And I can't yeah. believe, you know, he won the lawsuit saying he's it was an legal. idiot piece of shit. That hopefully his restaurant will not last very long. There you go. I concur. Gordon Ramsay's newest Vegas restaurant, titled Ramsay's Kitchen, is coming to Harrah's this fall. No details were disclosed. It's interesting. They're getting both a Gordon Ramsay and another um, Bobby Flay burger joint. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Go Harrah's. So I read a real... I mean, truth be told, I actually stopped reading it when I got to this part of the article, which was only two or three paragraphs in, but I read some article this week somewhere that was highlighted on Twitter, which is how I ended up finding it, that called Bally's more a bottom tier Caesars property for the budget friendly and said for folks who like a little, who and don't want the high end of Caesars Palace, your options are the Link and Harrah's and I thought, you don't know a damn thing about the strip. If you are saying... No kidding. That Wait. They, they said that... I'm sorry. I'm at yep. a... Yep. They said... So, and, and I'm, I'm somewhat paraphrasing, but, but not by too much. The article said that Bally's Las Vegas was, was one of the bottom tier properties That's of Vegas always, on the strip. I've always thought of them as, as middle. I mean, they may be down the lower end of middle, but still middle. Okay, but okay, fair. I, I don't disagree with that, Mark. However, the article, the paragraph then went on to say, and then there's for folks who want high end can stay at Caesar's Palace with places like Harris and the Link being in between. I, I do not, I respectfully do not agree. I would personally, and maybe I'm showing my bias here, but I personally would consider Harris and Link to be near the bottom end of the, the, uh, Caesar's hierarchy on the strip and then with Caesar's indeed put up on the top and then I would personally personally I would put 
Bally's right in the middle. So it's higher than Lincoln Harris, certainly lower than yeah, Caesars. Link Link should be towards the middle. I would say Flamingo and Harris are at the lower end. I mean, nothing yeah, I saying say so. anything wrong with those properties, but they're oh, and yeah, when you yeah. compare about what everybody else offers, um, yeah. So. <clears throat> Aerosmith will begin their Vegas residency at Dolby Live at Park MGM Friday, June 17th through July 8th. Then again, September 14th through October 15th. And again, November 19th through December 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $177. I get it for that venue. I just, I'm not as as interested in seeing Aerosmith Live. It would make sense for me, like when you see the expensive tickets in a smaller venue like that, and I've heard nothing but great things about. I don't like the name anymore, but I, I heard the place is great. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd pay 177 to go see Aerosmith. Not to see Aerosmith, I wouldn't know. Uh-uh. And lastly, Luxor showed off their support for the Ukrainian people by show, showing off the country's flag colors with their exterior lighting along the corners of the pyramid. And that was very sweet of Luxor. That is cool. So uh, real quick, these last two bullet points remind me of something before we move on to the river, uh, specifically Jeopardy related. Hmm. Number one, I thought to myself, what I really want to go see Aerosmith before the, you know, the band kind of breaks up. I thought, ah, maybe, I don't know. And then I thought to myself, oh, but now I really start to think at 95 years old, I really want to see Tony Bennett. And I miss, mm. I wish now I would have gone to see Tony Bennett with Lady Gaga. When yeah. We oh, in yeah, Vegas. definitely. That, that would have been, been an amazing swan show. song right there. Second of all, um, so that was a that was a final Jeopardy question on mm. Friday of last week, Monday of this week, uh, because <laughs> because the clue was uh, at 95 years old, this singer still is releasing new music and everybody two out of the three folks said who is diana ross and i guess twitter Isn't just lost dead? its ever loving mind well no but she's i don't think she's that old she oh no she's like oh she's only 75 apparently oh. but more importantly to that it made me go whoa you mean to tony bennett's 95 and i thought to myself well shit dude it's think crazy. about it he was still around and actually quite popular when the Rat Pack was still around, and he's yeah. older than huh. uh, Wayne Newton, and Wayne Newton was just a kid right. when the Rat Pack was around. So that was one. Huh. Number two, though, uh, the clue is something along the lines of uh, this is the only this is the only man-made light sphere that can be seen from the International Space Station, and it happens mm-hmm. to be on the Strip. What is Luxor? So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I, whenever I see Vegas-related Jeopardy clues, I always want to take a picture of it and tweet it out. And it out. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I mean, getting your phone out of your pocket fast enough while it's still on the screen. That's accurate. Actually, or you could just, since I'm assuming you have some type of DVR, pause yeah, it, I know. rewind Shut it. Shut off, Karen. <laughs> Don't call me out on my laziness. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets and calling Tony out for his laziness. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 FHE, 
Now, this is our opportunity to go out, explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas, and share this experience with you. And boy, oh boy, do you guys have an outstanding 360 FHE. <laughs> yeah, this week we went out and we explored Oscar Goodman hosting an event at Oscar's Steakhouse at, at Plaza. Oh, so jealous. You know what? It was it, like it, I didn't see anything or hear anything that I didn't already know. Uh, oh, but it was just fun. because I've I've researched the guy so much. But it was sure. still fun listening to an uh, an old guy actually talk to you about stories that that uh, he, that you're interested in. He is still so sharp and so. There was a former um, sheriff of Las Vegas. Who oh, was I remember in town that. That rambled. I can't remember what the sheriff's name was, but, uh, you know, he acknowledged, uh, Oscar acknowledged him, uh, but then went into a few times talking about how useless Metro Police was and right. how he hated Metro PD <laughs> and they were just nothing but problems. And da, 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 we did get several old man rantings about things that you're like, is this going to get racist? Is this going to happen? Yeah, and, and there, there were a couple of things that I was like, oh, wait, yeah, you can't I, say you can't that. Say that. <laughs> and he, he, he does and it's fine. And it's, you know, funny. The stories were funny. His take and perspective on situations. That's one of the things I've noticed Every, every so often when I hear him talk, mm-hmm. he looks at situations differently than other people do. Yeah. And he still, you know, he told us he, he was prepping for this. He had somebody that invited him out to meet up and do something. And he's like, no, 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 I, gotta, I have to prep my talk. So, I mean, this isn't just him rambling. Like, he really stops and thinks about what he wants to say. Um, and just, you know, he... he he was kind of snarky with one of the waiters who walked in front of him. Yeah, he's still when, sharp. I mean, he's oh, skinny, yeah. but he's sharp. He's uh, he's looking. He's looking frail. Every bit is of what his age, looking. but he doesn't he doesn't sound it. No, and I hope he's got many years left in him. Yeah, and I, I will say this: I want to do these. As it many was times super as fun. Can. It's another one of those things that inspired the initial conversation we had. Like, it feels like we're in Vegas again. Like yeah. we're doing Vegasy things that we always dreamed of doing, and, and but we had to live here to be able to pull it off. And really, the whole the whole cost of the whole evening is pretty fucking reasonable. Oh yeah, so it's reasonable. It yeah. worked out to be um, 195 bucks a person, and that included your tax, your tip, and everything. Um, cocktail hour started at six, and they had two specialty cocktails. One of them was a uh, coffee old fashioned. Um, mm. That I tried, Tony. It was fantastic. I, loved it. I, I, I had too many of them. <laughs> is what happened. Yeah, and then I, I suffered for my enjoyment of the, the dinner. Other, that what night. was the other one? What was the other cocktail? Uh, I don't remember. Um, but then they also had, uh, you know, white or red wine, and the drinks were unlimited. Yeah, so bottomless. Bottomless. Whether it was cocktails or wine or whatever. Which is why I drank several of the coffee professions. <laughs> and then for dinner, it was three courses. Your first mm-hmm. course was a choice of either um, a salad, which was fucking amazing. And it's not very often was you it say really that good about salad? It. Oh, it was so good. It had like candied walnuts and brie cheese. And all. it was it was perfectly dressed. You know, I'm glad I skipped that. Especially, um, oh, you could have just eaten the lettuce. But a lot you. of times especially with these plated dinners because uh, they seat everybody all at one time. Yeah, right? yeah. And basically everybody is seated in the uh, the rotunda, the glass rotunda of Oscar Steakhouse. Um, so whenever they, you know, they're prepping X number of these and usually the salads are overdressed and they're wilted by the time yeah, they yeah. get out. They were perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. They were absolutely perfect. So you had your choice of that or you had um, choice. Your other appetizer was a corn angolotti. 
which I knew Mark wasn't going to eat either one. So I had him, I, I got the salad and he got the angolati, which meant I got both, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and then for entree, you had a choice of a filet or uh, a branzino. Um, yeah. And then dessert was a assorted desserts. And so they literally yeah, brought yeah, out. That was, that was large. So we had, we had two, six people at our table. So they brought out the cake two, was humongous. two trays with a gigantic slice of like four layer chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Um, what There was a cheesecake and there There's was. Cheesecake, yep. What was the other thing that was on the plate? There were three. Um, the cheesecake. Was <laughs> Every delicious. time I analyze things, I'm like, "Will you eat? Will you eat?" And then I forget anything that I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I forget what the third thing was, but the uh, the cheesecake was awesome. The chocolate cake was okay, although mm-hmm. other people at the table absolutely loved it. Okay. So um, I will say this: the the Branzino. Uh, I think there was only one at our table. I think everybody else got the fillet. It did kind of look like it had been sitting under a heat lamp for a little oh, bit. Oh, that's, that's a bummer. Too bad. Well, and so this is this is my only complaint about the evening. I mean, the service was great, everything was wonderful, except it took them forever to actually serve dinner. And hmm. it, yeah, so so they sat us at seven, and we did not get our entrees until almost eight thirty. Really, I, I yeah. I think I was just enthralled by the company that we had. That I, oh, I, we I had got a lost great table and listening to Oscar speak and everything. Was Tony, fantastic. we were virtually if if we weren't in the exact seat that Casino took place, we were oh, wow. right next to it. That's amazing. It was. It's, it, that's what we thought. We like like holy yeah. fucking shit. I think this is yeah. a real seat. Yeah, and so Oscar yeah. was sitting up in. So you know, in that rotunda, you've got the lower level that's right there by the windows, and then you have the raised section in the center. Uh-huh. Um, Oscar was in the raised section in the center, and on a. I'm assuming they had him on a high stool. I couldn't really tell from where we were seated, but you could, we could see the top of his, we could see his head basically through the crowd <laughs> and everything else. Um, and he had a microphone and Tony, have you ever seen the footage of Oscar Goodman arguing with, uh, Joseph Yablonski? Uh, yes, because of you, actually. He, it's it, You recommended it. They're, they were out in the desert, right? Yeah, exactly. They replayed yeah. that they played, they played that section <laughs> of it uh, when we were there. They so awesome. had the video screens up and, and, and played the clip of it. And, uh, and it's so funny because every time you watch it, it's somebody who hasn't seen it before doesn't realize how awkward it is because they see them talking. And clearly, Blonsky thinks they're like, oh, it's a joke. Be friendly. Oh, we've got all yeah. this time. And Oscar's like, no, I'm going to fucking unload on you. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're like, this is so so awkward. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely want to do this again. I got to figure out how we can get like it's very it's very Vegasy. It, it's it's to be a part of of it is. But the food awesome. was delicious. The, yeah. it was a fun time. I mean, I, again, I have to thank uh, Graham from the Chef Demoni podcast because yeah. he was the one that reached out and said, "Hey, I really want to come do this. Can you help me fill a table?" Um, and not only were we able to fill the ta- so originally we were looking at a table of four. This is kind of a funny story. Um, when he reached out, he said, you know, the tables of two are sold out. They have tables of four. Would you and Mark be willing to go and maybe try to help find a fourth to fill the table? Because, again, it's 195 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we said, sure. We found somebody. So this is all like one evening. The next morning, uh, we actually got our, our friend uh, at Las Vegas gal uh, said she'd join us. Yep. And so the next day when we went to book, the tables of four were sold out. And all the tables of six. <laughs> And so that, that night <laughs> when we're, we're like, crap, we didn't get this table. It happened to be the night that our dear friends, Brian and Tanya, were in town visiting from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of telling them the story and what we're trying to do. And all of a sudden I looked at Brian and I'm like, 
would you guys have any interest in coming back for this? <laughs> <laughs> to which he, without without checking with Tanya, just said, sure. Right? <laughs> of course. Um, and so, yeah, so, so they filled out our table. So there was the six of us. So there were, you know, people that we knew, first time meeting Graham, um, who was just awesome and the best. Again, another super nice Canadian yeah. from Vancouver. He was just, you know, awesome. Who Tony, you had a chance to, to talk with, and I think you're going to be on his podcast here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, it was just... He also got me on audio. <gasps> oh, that never yeah. happens. How drunk was Mark? <laughs> Not yet. No, no. No, so drunk. we, before before the, because uh, the cocktail hour is all like in, that, in the bar area. So mm-hmm. everyone's there. It's just super loud. So we moved actually into the the glass dining room area and just nice. did a quick, Hey, what do you think? What are you looking forward to? That kind of a, a, a situation that the Graham recorded. So we'll all end up on that at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. I really would love to do it again. And if yeah. you know, Tony, I do owe you an apology because I did not even ask you if you wanted to come out midweek to do this. Um, I, I realize that you know you're a little angry with me, hence the whole you know scorpion sting cocktail <laughs> drink that you put out this week. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> like I, I felt that one. I, I knew where that was directed towards. Um, but no, we we really have to to try to get on. Like honestly, it's fun. If I if I hear about another one that's coming up, I might just like buy the table and we'll figure out how to fill it yeah. afterwards because. It it was it was so much fun. Yeah, great. That's amazing. I got I have two uh, quick clarification questions. Uh, clarification question number one: um, Do you get any sort of meet and greet? With, uh, let me rephrase. Scratch that. Do you get any picture opportunities? Shake hands, autograph of anything with uh, with Oscar? He didn't come around, but he also wasn't unreachable. So yeah. if you wanted okay. a picture with him or or to ask a question, you could have easily walked up to and done that. Awesome. I, that's that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, question number two, uh, and, and this one maybe directed a little bit more for you, Karen, as related to the fact that you guys got seated at seven, but the food wasn't served until eight thirty. Is is was that? Do you think intentional? I mean, is there eating? Is there active eating and serving of plates and food going on while Oscars speaking? There, there was at they one were serving point during um, that, weren't they? They did. They served the appetizers while he was speaking, so they served and cleared those, but then didn't send out any of the entrees until he was like done. Yeah. I mean, sure. I think okay. they started delivering entrees to the the elevated center level where mm-hmm. Oscar was, which I kind of thought was odd. I'm like, well, now you're walking right in front of him when he's talking. Sure. But I, I got the impression that the people that were sitting in that level were like the VIPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. did meet a couple of uh, a couple that has been to every single Oscars dinner since it started. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Um, That's cool. And so I, I know there's definitely some regulars. It was a cool mix of people. There were definitely some, some elder statesmen in the room. There were younger folks. There was a, a, a huge, diverse mix of... Jonathan Jossel was... Uh, Jossel. Was, Jossel was, yeah. uh, was glad-handing a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, of course he was. And, mentioned, and mentioned, like, uh, you know, oh, we should do something together. I'm like, we've reached out to you. You won't we, well, reply. No, we finally actually met him for the first time, so that was awesome. Well, and actually, his before. his uh, one of his people did did send me an email that I have not had a chance to respond to you yet. So you got to send it to me. I will send it to you, but I was the only one that had a business card, so that's Fair guess what it came to. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, it was it was a again. I, I'm disgusted. Yeah. It was a no, no. This is fun. this is fascinating. I, I know we're pressed for time, and we do need to move on. But I, I, I'm just so fascinated by this this whole dinner event. What you mentioned that you you could see his head through other the rest of the crowd. So it sounds to me, or maybe I'm wrong. Do they not prioritize? 
a table of six because it seems to me if you're if you if this one table is bringing twelve hundred dollars, why the hell isn't the twelve hundred dollar table right oh. up front or were there just too many other dignitaries? No, Felt like we were up front. You you have to remember that the way again it's a round room, so so the way the tables fit, so they they sell the tables based on how they can fit them. Mm. Um, so the booths were only sitting two people. So you know the round booths that kind of face. Oh, shit, that's right. They, yeah, they were only seating two when you could have gotten four in those. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, we were so so we were just we were, our table happened to fit six. The table right next to us was only four because that's a that because of where it was in the the curve of the round room. Okay. So um, and it wasn't again we were we were seated on the front by the glass. So there were people in the booths and then Oscar was on the other side and there were people between the booths and him. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was kind of, and he's not a tall guy. No. So even if they have him on a, on a stool, I mean, I still got a couple good pictures of his head, but yeah, um, no, it just, were there any shitty tables? Were there any tables that you thought, oh, damn, I'm glad we weren't seated no, there? No, not the way they... That's why you've got that yeah. rotunda kind of thing. It's like okay. everybody had a, a view of him. And the sound okay. system was great, so you could hear him. Yeah, and, yeah. and he did a great job. Like, he didn't just sit on the stool and face one direction. Like, he was turning around. He'd look this way for a while, and he'd look that way, and he turned around and point things point to so the he other could side. show his personality. Yeah, I mean, he, he was... He worked. Argued room. that he wasn't the best uh, mayor. His wife was. Yes, <laughs> he did awesome. say that because Carolyn was. She there. was there. Yeah, because somebody. That's oh, it was the former sheriff that he was. That's the one on that rambled. Who said? Well, no, he he was defending. Are talking about Yablansky? But uh, he he the former sheriff did say that um, you know Oscar was the the best mayor that Vegas has ever had oh, because right, of yeah. you know how far it came during his tenure and everything else. And then to which Oscar quickly said, "Oh no no no." My wife is the best mayor yeah, that well, the town has ever had. Which, to be honest, is inaccurate, uh, oh, Oscar. Yeah. You could- <laughs> I, I appreciate you know him, you know, giving compliments to his wife, yeah. which is very sure. sweet. But yeah, no. All right, that so cool, so stinking cool. This was exactly the review I was hoping that you guys would give for a 360 FHE. So certainly jealous, but damn it, you, you guys certainly made me feel like I was there with with your stories. All right. We should move in quickly. Uh, we, uh, there's some listener feedback. As a matter of fact, uh, a friend, Jason from uh, Chattanooga, Karen, can you share with us what Jason had to say? All right. So our email from Jason from Chattanooga starts off. Karen, how are you today? Are you looking forward to this Martha? 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 No, Martha. Are you looking <laughs> forward drinks. to this Martha Stewart <laughs> restaurant? Seems out of place to me at Paris. What do you think? Well, Jason, um, no, I'm not looking forward to it. I am personally not a huge fan of Martha Stewart. Really? I think she mm. is snooty and pretentious. Um, huh. And I, I think even though even though she's partnering with Snoop Dogg, that that's the only thing that makes you know, her it's cool. It's interesting. Like, what does food from Snoop Dogg taste? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in general, I'm not looking forward to it. I will probably try it. Um, I agree. It does seem out of place at Paris. Although I saw. A fantastic um, image of the the Arc de Triomphe that leads into the Paris Porcature, I think. Mm-hmm. And on one side they had this gigantic picture of Martha Stewart, and on the other side they had this gigantic picture of the Vanderpump woman, whatever oh, the hell her name is. Yeah. And it, the caption said, uh, "The entrance to Paris is starting to look like the entrance to a high end retirement home because <laughs> <laughs> they're both slightly older." Right. That was funny. <laughs> All right. Jason continues. Tony, how are you today? What's the drink of the night? Have you ever tried Chattanooga whiskey? I am not a whiskey fan, but f- some of my friends love it. 
Uh, thank you, Jason. I'm doing very well. My drink of the night happens uh, to be the Scorpion in a Shoe cocktail that I uh, highlighted on Patreon. Uh, I have never tried Chattanooga whiskey per se, although I am a big, big fan of uh, Jack Daniels, which is a Tennessee whiskey. Uh, Tennessee whiskey in particular is different from bourbon because they run it through after it uh, has a chance to age in the uh, uh, either before or after it it ages in the barrel they run over charcoal to take out some of the impurities gives a little bit smoother flavor but uh, i'm certainly more than welcome to and happy to try it if we ever have a chance to meet up uh, and you want to bring something along that you think is worth trying because i probably can't get it in michigan well and he did send a link tony to a, a store for chattanooga whiskey so that's in the show notes cool all right jason continues mark how are you today i love your evolution of vegas episodes anything new coming our way I am well, and yes, there's many awesome things coming your way, especially uh, for, for Patreon subscribers specifically. Uh, I have many stories that I'm excited to share. We've got another FHE coming up about a, a, a well, I'm not going to spoil the movie, but um, <laughs> we got some vintage Vegases coming your way, and uh, I'm, I'm very proud and happy that every time I, I hear somebody enjoys those because th- that's a part of my life. Well, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I dedicate a, a significant part of my life to doing the research and writing of those. Which you enjoy, but still. I do enjoy, but you, it's You like still, it when people appreciate it. Yes. All right, now I have to clarify that Jason is continuing. That's how you start off, start off a proper email, James Jones, if that's even your real name. Hey, hey, <laughs> I like the way James Jones writes. <laughs> well, Matter of like, fact, I think he's coming up. I say, uh, well, we could get to him, considering the amount of time we have left. Um, I just got back from a work-slash-fun trip, stayed at Paris three nights and circa two nights. I took a coworker who does a ton for me and has never been to Vegas, and my daughter, who is nice. 23 and a lot like me, will use any excuse to get to go to Vegas, even if it's with two old guys. <laughs> right. Wait, I think she might be a genius here. Right. She didn't pay for a thing and got to eat well. <laughs> I got in late Tuesday night to Paris. Got a great room with a view of the Strip. Had to get up early for work, but that didn't stop us from going over to the Cosmo for a drink before we crashed. Of course. Then on Wednesday... Did some work in the AM and then went to the forum shops for lunch at Water Grill. It was really good. We had some oysters, mussels, sushi, and scallops. They were all excellent and a great way to start the trip. Walked the newbie around the shops and he was blown away. I think being a seasoned veteran of Vegas, I forgot just how spectacular everything is when you first see it. Mm, Pretty Very succinct. But the forum shops was one of the first things I saw, and I hated them. Yeah, but you were stuck in Caesars. Well, it was so dark. And I was stuck in Caesars, but it was so ridiculously dark back there. Like, I thought it was constantly nighttime. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But again, that started my hatred of Caesar, so (laughs) I might be biased. That's fair. Jason continues. We went to Mayfair for dinner. Wow, wow, wow. I didn't know what to expect, and I am glad I didn't. Hmm. It was one of the coolest venues I have been to, and the entertainment was jaw-dropping. Food was good, but the show was better. So much fun is definitely on the top of my list to go back and take the wife. Hmm. Have you done that, the Mayfield? Yeah. Mayfair. Mayfair. Yes. Forget Magnus, where is it? It's in Bellagio. Oh, So it's a supper club. Okay. So I will say this, I... uh, Rose Rabbit Lie that used to be at Cosmo mm-hmm. um, was a favorite of mine because of the food. However, I found the entertainment and the, the vibe to be very dark and the entertainment to be very loud. Mm. So it really, if you were there with folks and trying to talk, you really couldn't interact with anybody. 
Um, but the food was spectacular, inventive, creative, all of that. The Mayfair, I find the entertainment much more interesting. It's really? and it's light and bright, so it's got all those windows, right? It's overlooking the fountains. So you yeah, have yeah. the view. You have the light coming in, which I really like. Um, the entertainment is much more like classic supper club kind of stuff, and um, the food is is also much more classic supper club, not as crazy inventive as Rose Rabbit Lie was, but mm-hmm. the food was still good. Okay. Sorry, that's my two cents. On Thursday, worked the morning and went to Hell's Kitchen for lunch. For lunch. Lunch. It was the newbie's only request. (laughs) I recommend going for lunch. It's a smaller portion and a better price. Nice. It was good. Would not go back unless someone I was with really wanted to go. (laughs) Felt a little hurried. I'm with you. I have no desire to go back to Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I was unimpressed. Did a ton of walking, showing the newbie around. We ended up walking seven miles on Thursday. Nice. Wow. Went to Milos in the Venetian for dinner. I love this place at Cosmo and was excited to see the new place. It was beautiful inside, but a tad boring. Could have been because Mayfair was so not boring. (laughs) Food, though, was outstanding. Had the John Dory for the table, and I have never seen my daughter eat so fast. I can't (laughs) describe how fresh the fish was. I, I, I got. I'm sorry. What is John Dory? It's a type of fish. I oh, never heard of it. I've heard of I mean, it. I, I, I don't know how to. I describe eat ramen, it. so I mean, that's probably is not a <laughs> big statement that Tony's never heard of it. <laughs> but you like sushi, though, right? I do. I do very much so. Okay. It's. I don't think John Dory is a sushi fish, but it's a. I think it's a white fish. I know the name, but I don't remember what kind of a fish it is. But hmm, okay. I have heard of it before. Huh. Then did more walking, and the overall favorite on the strip for the newbie and Hallie was the Cosmo with the Cromwell a close second. Wow. Nice. Fascinating. Those totally are good agree. picks. Totally good agree. Picks. Those are good picks. Friday, moved downtown to Circa, nice. and yes, I put everyone at Circa, not Casino Royale. <laughs> okay, there's one thing to compare apples to bananas, apples to oranges. It's another thing to compare, you know, monkeys to meth, and I think that's... <laughs> The difference between Circa and Casino Royale well, is the realize, comparison of monkeys to math. Yeah, but you realize he's ripping on Jim Jones again because when Jim Jones was here, he put his friends up that he was supposed to be paying back for a trip at Casino Royale. Oh, oh I, I didn't did know that. that. That's, yeah, that's, that's wow. That is a deep cut. Reference. That really is. <laughs> yeah, because remember we talked about it when we were reading James' story about okay, I'm going to pay for your trip, but I'm putting you up at Casino Royale while he was staying. <laughs> I forget where he was staying, but it was a much nicer spot. And right. so yeah, no that. that that's what this is in reference to. Got it. Got that. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Very good. Very I'm good. I'm wondering if these two know each other or know, right? just <laughs> <laughs> otherwise well, just a census a and fighting. I know. I love right. Throw a little shade. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have not run out of words on how great Circa is. Agreed. This is my second stay and it was just as impressive as my first. Both the newbie and Haley said it was their new favorite place to stay anywhere. I agree. Oh, well, yeah. not anywhere, but. <laughs> oh, and I met Derek. He was walking by the crabs table late Friday night and stopped to talk with us. I was blown away that I was having a conversation with the owner Mm -hmm. and he was so nice. And in one of his trademark suits, it was a total fanboy, but who cares? No, Uh, listen, I said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I think part of the reason why I am myself such a fanboy over Derek Stevens and, and his three casinos is because you've got an casino owner literally walking the floor wanting to just shake hands and say hello to the people that are in his casino gambling i just it's when as opposed to say caesars and mgm which is just you know a complete 
you know, empty suit of a corporation. This dude's on the floor like, hey, are you having a good time? Yeah, all the time. If you're not, please tell me why. Agreed. It's brilliant. Yeah. Jason continues, I took the crew to Andiamos for dinner. I said in the last email that this is turning into one of my favorite places to eat, and it did not disappoint. They loved it, and it was a great night. After dinner, we walked downtown Fremont, and they could not get enough of the bands and the awesome people watching. Mm -hmm. Hung up. Hung out at Whiskey Liquor Down, which is prime people watching spot. Believe it. No kidding. Saturday, no work. Slept in a little. I had been hyping eight east all trip. Ooh. We of course had the brisket fried rice vital Vegas style, <laughs> and it was, uh, and as usual, it was awesome. Did a lot of exploring the different casinos with them, and hands down, everyone's favorite spot to gamble is Golden Gate. Yeah. Oh. Everyone from the dealers to the bartenders in there are fun and truly look happy to be working. We are what I could say over tippers when we drink, nice. so we had the same bartender at Golden Gate Bar on the second day, and to say the drinks got stronger each time we got one. <laughs> <laughs> We did well the, done, Jason. Well done. <laughs> we did the Legacy Club for the Sunset Package. Unfortunately, it was too windy to be outside, oh, but it was sucks. still fun. They love the view and the drinks. Such a cool spot. If it is your first time or 50th, totally worth it. Yeah, they got great drinks. I, I think I knew when he was here because we had a couple of like ridiculously windy days like yeah. the week before last that was yep. just crazy. Dinner was at, uh, at Barry's. I had been there previously and was not impressed. Ditto. Yeah. But we had a real early flight, so I didn't want to leave Circa for dinner. Mm. I am so glad I gave Barry's a second chance. Ooh. It was 100 times better than the last. Nice. Mario was our server, and he was great, and the food was so much better than the first time. The lobster pot stickers might be the best thing we had all trip, and that is saying something. Mm. It was a great way to finish the trip. See, nice. and I think I've heard, too, because I know we had a rough... We've only been there Once. Once. I liked all the food with the exception of the steak. I like I like Circa. I would easily give this place another try. Because okay, I mentioned it once before, and you were like, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, that's funny, and we've talked about this before, so I won't rehash it too much. Simply to say, we also, meaning my wife, her brother, her stepbrother, and myself, the four of us, were just unimpressed. We walked out of Barry saying, oh, man, I would have rather spent that kind of money at Andiamo. Andiamo, so, yeah. <laughs> so, Jason, thank you for uh, maybe instilling in us that second second tries are always worth a shot, especially with, for newbie places. Yeah. Right. To Mr. James Jones, I am just messing with you. I enjoy listening to your emails on the podcast and can't wait for a Vegas vacation where we can meet and have a drink. Nice. I will say your story of staying at Harrah's and putting your friends at Casino Royale <laughs> was one of the funniest things I have heard. <laughs> I might... I might have spat out my drink when I heard that. First round is on me. See, and I didn't even read ahead, and I remembered that exactly. that was what he was talking right. about. That is, right. that is impressive. So when people say, I don't remember this stuff, come on. Oh, I almost forgot. Karma donations work 100% of the time. It's true. Didn't make money, but came home with Friday and Saturday's allowances. I will take it. Nice. That is excellent. Just listen to the latest podcast, and guess how flat time... Guess who? Oh, Okay. That does say how, right? It does say it how. Does. All right. Just listen to the podcast and guess who flies in on Monday, June 13th. We will definitely see you guys at the Mirage oh, and the yeah. Cigars. Can't wait. Hell yeah. Perfect. Keep up the great work. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Jason. We really appreciate that. And I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number 395. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. 
You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some kick-ass feedback, much right. like our buddy Jason did, you can send written or audio feedback to the following email address, 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Bye.